Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Corey Willis with PVI and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of DD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. On today's episode, we've got a longtime podcast listener on. His name is Matt Drake, and he has a 2003 5.9 liter Cummins, and he's going to tell us about the truck. And it, it started out as a manual and had some you know, bolt-on upgrades to it, and it's gone through uh, quite the transformation. You know, He had a set of compounds on it, and then he went to a big single. And now it's being turned into a dedicated race truck. And he's going to tell us about that process, what it's been like building the transmission himself, doing you know engine work, turbo work, swapping injectors, injection pump, tons of different things, and what his goal is long-term for it. Before we get to the podcast, though, we want to encourage you guys, if you're looking to get some maintenance done on your truck, performance, tow better, make sure to check out alligatorperformance.com. They've got a ton of promotions going on for different brands, different savings that you can take advantage of. Just go to alligatorperformance.com, check out what they have. And if you have any questions, just feel free to give the guys a call. You can send in a message or an email. They're more than happy to help you, and they'll get you to an expert that specializes and knows about your particular truck and what you're trying to do. All right, let's get to the podcast with Matt and chatting about his 5.9 liter Cummins drag truck. Matt, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I'm excited to, to chat with you today. And I've uh, I've seen your truck before, and you know we're not in the same state, but we're in the same region, and I've definitely it through the years and and you had, had reached out and said hey I'm, I'm i'm taking it even farther so i thought it'd be really great for us to chat about your truck getting into diesels and the process of modifying it and then how you made the jump to where you're taking it now so we're really excited to chat with you today i'm excited to be here uh, how you been pat i've been good i'm good just uh excited for you know the country to open back up racetracks to be open want to see some some trucks go fast down the track and and uh, you know, see what people were working on over the winter. So, looks like like that's happening. And uh, yeah, I wanted to to start. You know, for our listeners, is uh, you know, as far as background with you and diesel trucks, is were you always into them? Was there you know maybe a friend that had one and you really liked it? And you're like, I gotta get a, I gotta get a you know a Cummins and 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 modify it and do what I wanted to do. Or how did it start for you? Um. Well. I was uh, racing motocross in Casper, and my cousin had a second gen that um, at the time was fairly fast, and I think it just had it had ATS's transmission in it, and uh, I think it had a edge comp box, I think is what they were back then, and he took me for a ride in it during intermission, and kind of kind of just started to get hooked there, and then. Uh, uh, you know, kind of just life kind of just went on, and then uh, I had a couple. I had a buddy in high school that had a um, an 05, and uh, I think it had like a you know like a Smarty on there, and maybe like a 64 millimeter turbo or something like that. You know, but at the time was it was it was pretty crazy. You know, he thought it was making a lot of power, and 
just kind of got into it from there. I, my dad ended up uh, melting down his 7.3, pulling an excavator at work, and it just so happened to be that uh, my cousin at the time was trying to sell that first truck that I ever went for a ride in, um, which was a 98-and-a-half uh, second gen. And so he ended up picking it up so he could, you know, go to work and uh, take us to the races and stuff in it. And finally the day come where he got a, a newer vehicle, I ended up buying that. And that was kind of where I got where I got started. And I kept, you know, breaking the transmission in it because that was when that was the 47s were just kind of becoming a thing. And uh, ended up selling that and got a, got a 2003 um, gasser truck and drove that for like two months and was like, this is not for me. <laughs> and so I, we looked and looked. At the time, I really wanted a six-speed, you know, because all the automatics had so many problems when you sweep them up and stuff. I, at the time, I knew that there wasn't any way or didn't think there was any way that I would be able to afford, you know, building an automatic. And so we found a six-speed down in... Uh, I think it was Cheyenne, and it wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't like it's. It was never really a super nice truck from when I got it. It, it had its fair fair share of demons and stuff in it, and just brought it back. And uh, next thing I know, um, started you know wanting more and more. And I think when I got it, it had a edge. Uh, I don't even remember what they're called now. But uh, just wanted one more, so I um, ordered some 100 horse uh, nozzles and I added a turbo kit and just did some uh, supporting mods, uh, aerodynamic stuff like that, and, and just kind of grew and grew from there. Uh, just I made probably six. 50 with that truck for quite a while and then uh, I kept I kept having problems with uh, the input shafts on the six speeds I kept twisting them off and so I finally made the switch to a automatic and I think that's about the time I remember seeing your truck I, I don't remember if you had to add a turbo on it or if if you had done a single but you you had done the conversion you'd done the 40 um well the the automatic conversion on it and i think right around then was when the 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 hunger for power really took over and and you were looking to you know take the truck farther and i wanted to ask you about that part of it so you know going from the add a turbo and the manual to doing the automatic conversion where did you take it next with power? What were your goals for it? Was it you know a truck you daily drove, or was it something you you know you wanted to have fun with, take to the racetrack? Uh, yeah, it was still at that time. It was still my daily driver, um, and uh, I got I got in the automatic game, and then I had the automatic. I traded a guy my six speed and everything we needed to swap over, so. Um, their adapter plate and everything like that. And, um, you know, I pulled all the stuff off of my, my truck and he pulled all the stuff off of his truck. He wanted a six speed. So met him in, uh, halfway from 
wherever he was from. I think it was Belfouche or something. And uh, that was when it started. And I think I had the automatic in there for well, maybe a month and I smoked overdrive in it. And, uh, you know, I was kind of sitting there like, okay, well, well, what do I do now? You know, I just blew up an automatic and now I got to figure out how to get it back together. And so I just uh, started um, looking at the book and uh, had my dad to kind of help me with, you know, the the process of tearing it down and, and rebuilding it. And he's not a um, automatic transmission guy or anything like that, just kind of a perfectionist. And he, he helped me. We all kind of did the first one together and that had two eyes on it just to try to make sure that we could get it back together right and put it back together and um, since then I think I've done uh, mine a few times and uh, my dad and a couple buddies and just trying to help everybody out you know just to you, know, you get the close friends that you help you on help you with your stuff you know you help them with their stuff and so just uh, automatics, and then I think after about that time, um, I traded. I traded actually my dad. He wanted something that was more user friendly. He had a, a single 75, and he was getting to be tired of working on his truck all the time, and um, wanted something a little more friendly so I traded in that compound kit I had for a single 75 and I think that was about the time I well I got I ordered uh, they were 200 percent uh, injectors and twin fuelers and um, I sent the turbo to Jose for deductions and had him make it an, an 80 millimeter and um, just Kind of kept growing from there, um, trying to. Now it's completely, completely gutted, and uh, I, I'm kind of, I don't know, not rich, so I try to make things work. You know, like the bedsides and stuff like that. I took the time to cut them basically off the, you know, stock bed and use them, and you know, fab brackets to hold them up to where it's just the bedsides. Um, put a put a chromoly roll cage in it, and um, it it came bent, but I had to do all the cutting the size and coping. And I had a buddy that was a good TIG welder, and, and so he, he kind of helped with the TIG welding it in. And so you're going all in. I'm going all in. <laughs> I mean, I we went to UCC I think in '18, and that was that was another thing that kind of helped me with my terrible decisions and so I, mean, I got back from there and I was like well man it'd be really cool to have a, a drag truck you know I mean you know you, you drive a truck on the street like that you know and it, you know I'm not the guy that try to just smoke people out or you know anything to be be ornery I guess or anything but it just got to the point where you know driving it on the street was hard but the cops they kind of you know, frowned upon it, and I was always getting, you know, pulled over, and I mean, just, you know, there was, a, there was just time to maybe say, let's just, 
buy another another daily driver and uh, go all in on this one. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of, of of owners out there that get right in that position where it's it's um you know you can drive it and, and especially being in Wyoming you're at a higher elevation so it's going to be different than you know driving it at sea level but you know it it can be it can be tough either with you know if, if you got to tow something or haul something or you know just the the street manners of it is was it a real hard decision to say I'm going to basically retire this truck you know off the street and I'm going to turn it into a race truck or or had you been doing it long enough where you were just you were ready it was just that's what you wanted to do I'd say probably a little bit of both I mean I was like you know I want to you know I probably aged too a little bit and you know I my record's getting clean you know I don't want to be out on the street you know getting tickets anymore and you know, just take it to the track and I mean don't get me wrong I have a, a daily driver and it's by no means stock and I still do hot rod around probably more than I should but I just uh, wanted to I like to build things and fab things and, and so it was just kind of a I guess let's just go for it and uh, Brandon's a the buddy, the buddy that helps me do a lot of, you know, we work on each other's trucks, and he helps me, and I help him, and um, he was there, and he was kind of in on all this, and he was a, he was an influence on my decisions, and but just went for it, and that's been kind of sitting in the corner uh, for probably almost two years now. I mean, I did, I think last time, I think it was last summer we. We did the cage in the bedsides, and then um, I'm kind of an avid snowmobiler, so when winter hits, I'm like, put that in the corner, let's go snowmobiling, and kind of drug it out, and I'm starting to work on it now. It's uh, I'm just trying to get it back together uh, just to go drag racing. It's got, it's it's like kind of living on a prayer. It's got uh, 230,000 miles on the stock bottom end, and it's... Uh, it's gotten it's gotten some nitrous quite a few times and um, it just it just keeps going. I don't know. That's it's a weird one. <laughs> is a is a plan just to to run it till something happens and once it happens, you know, pull it and kind of address it from there. Well, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, you do that, you kind of run a block, which you know sucks because then you got to buy a block. But at the same time, you know, I. Um, you know, just engines are expensive and parts are expensive. And so I was just going to try to get it by for maybe another year and then maybe, you know, next year build the engine in it. Um, I, I do all, I do that stuff to build the engine and the transmission. I try to do everything I can myself between myself and, you know, that one buddy and just, um, we we actually just built the engine in my other daily driver because I got it and everything was fine and then somehow it ended up with a, a broken second compression ring on cylinder one and the piston was broken between the um, oil ring and the second compression ring on cylinder six. But um, so I tore that one on and rebuilt it and we're going to try to rebuild this one eventually and see if we can 
do a good enough job that it holds some power, I guess. What is, uh, as far as, you know, like racetracks around you, what, are there some around you or do you have to travel a little bit for them or what's, I know there's a lot of diesel trucks in Wyoming that, you know, they're used for work and things like that, but there's also a lot of fast ones and things that people do with them. And for people who aren't, you know, in the region or in the state, what is, what is the diesel scene, you know, like there for performance? There's, there's a handful of people that have some, some, um, pretty gnarly, uh, I guess street trucks you would want to call them and, and kind of track trucks both, uh, around here and um uh, there's some you have to go to sturgis which is the closest drag strip um and there's a couple couple people that come out of you know like uh, rapid city and south dakota basically with their their drag trucks but it's not uh the scene in that area is not super huge there's not a ton of people that'll you know go all out and make a drag truck it's more it's more you know uh, LS motors and stuff like that to, you know, putting uh, Camaros and stuff like that. So actually when I race here, I'll be racing against the cars in the small tire class. But so I don't know. I'm just trying to get it as light as I can so that um, maybe we can keep up, kind of, try to. <laughs> <laughs> so with, um, you know, like a, a long-term goal you have for it, is is it something that you want to, you know, say do the UCC qualifier one day? Uh, I think that would be really cool. Um, it's uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to you get stuck between you know living within your means and these goals that you have. You know, and uh, uh, I would sure like to shoot for something like that. It would be. I think it would be an awesome experience and just to do it and uh, you know. It would it'd be awesome just to say you did it or you know, you, you went for it and tried and but I mean for for now I'm just trying to get it going and um, as far as end goals with the truck I guess there's you know you you could set an end goal and say you want it to make 1500 but you know right when you get it to 1500 you're gonna be like well man now I want 2000 and, yeah you know so it's just I think it's the goals always moved forward and and, and stepped up especially with you know the how how diesels have progressed over the years and how much they've grown and in the performance world it's i remember it seems like six seven years ago a thousand horsepower truck maybe it's longer i don't know but it seems like a thousand horsepower truck was pretty wild and now it's you know i mean a thousand horsepower truck is still respectable but it's kind of like okay you know so i'd like to step it up but just for just for now, just trying to get it going and get it to go down the track, and I think that'll probably light my fire again, and I'll probably want way more. But it sort of happens in stages, doesn't it? Like the first time you get hooked, it's usually that launch, you know, and like the mm -hmm. the zero to sixty or zero to seventy in this larger truck. You're like, how does it move this fast? Why did it feel like that? And then once you have that for a while, it's like you get used to it, and you need more and you add a couple hundred horsepower and three or four hundred foot pounds of torque and it's fun and then you get used to it and it just keeps going and going and going and I think that's really hard for newer diesel owners that get into the performance side it's it's so hard to almost explain it in a way because if you think of you know where trucks used to be 
you know, 325 horsepower, you know, 300, whatever it was. And now they're at 650 at the tire. And you think, wow, that would be, I'd, I'd be completely happy with that. And it's just this process that driving it for a while, you get used to it. And then it feels like 350. <laughs> yep, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, there for a while, I didn't have a, you know, fast truck because mine was kind of over in the corner in pieces and, uh, but yeah, you I mean even you don't ride in one for a little while, and then you go ride in one, you're like, man, this thing hauls butt, and it's like maybe a 700 horsepower truck, and you're like, I can't believe I used to have a thousand horsepower street truck, you know? It's just <laughs> the power is unreal, and I'm just uh, I do I love I love launches. They do, I just love that like G-force that just sets you back, and, and that's that's pretty awesome to me, but. I think that's one of the really one of the really cool things with UCC, like we were chatting about, is you know, with the qualifier is it provides an opportunity to do that. Like you've done a lot of the work on your on the truck yourself, and you know, with the help of friends or family, you know, doing transmissions and and things like that. Is you can you know take your time and do that that build as time allows, and then take it to something where the fastest diesel trucks you know, in, in the world are at one track and you, you get that opportunity to compete. And I think it's one of the really cool things and giving the opportunity for racers out there that, you know, you don't have a race program and an, an unlimited budget and, you know, a whole support network to, to go with it. It's kind of takes it back to the roots of diesel performance, I think, where when it started, that's what pulled a lot of people in was you could do this stuff on your own or with the help of some friends and go have fun at the track and, you know, go to dinos, things like that. And people would look and be like, how do you make that much power? Yeah, I love the, um, well, I love the, I love the racing, you know, part of it. I, I raced uh, motocross for a long time and I'm getting too old for that now. So with cage or with age comes a cage, they say, and I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm feeling that. So, but I, I like to, I like the, I like the driving portion of it a lot. Um, just the competitiveness, you know, and, and the race, you know, racing and just, you know, seeing you, seeing you can out drive who and, uh, so I mean, the, the, I, I love the, the diesel industry more than I would say the gas industry, but as far as, you know, I, I mechanic and and work on work on my own stuff so that I can kind of you know so that I can afford to race or so I can get to race you know just in all in good time I guess just have to kind of go with it and see where it goes. One of the things that I know our listeners love is they love to see they love to see the truck and it's kind of different like with a podcast is you know we're talking there's no visual to it but you have some really good truck pictures and you know documenting the build itself is um, how can people find you on Instagram, see what you're doing with the truck and, and you know, some of the upgrades changes or when you take it out and you know, start racing it. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Drake moto three ninety one. That's probably the best way. And uh, just Matt Drake on Facebook and, that's that's about it. Yeah, there's a you have to scroll through some pictures to get to some truck stuff, but it's on there. There's a lot of uh, snowmobile stuff on there too. So, 
with um with where you're at now what's the what's the next part of the build or the project that you're working on um right now i'm finishing the insides uh you know just covering the factory holes and stuff where we had carpet and stuff over it before and um just uh gonna gonna paint the inside of it and i'm gonna try my hand at that painting i've never done auto body paint um so i'm gonna just give it a go and just like i kind of do everything and hopefully it, it works out but uh do that and um rhino line the floor in there and just try to make that all look good and gonna try to gonna get some gotta get some head studs and uh some drag radials and get the head back on it and then um I think it'll be be ready to go racing about then and just go see how it does and I, I think the next thing I want to do um, besides some engine work would be uh, I want to try to four length the rear see see what that does but just just take each project and try to knock each one of them out and then move on to the next one and I think you know for people that are unsure you know if they can you know do this or if they want to do this I mean I think it I think you um, would surprise yourself with what you can and do I mean I do all this stuff out of a um, like a like a 24 foot by 24 foot two-car garage with an add-on in the front of it and you know I don't have uh crazy you know resources at my disposal so I just kind of make do and do you know do it do the best I can with what I got and uh, just at the end of the day it's about it's kind of about you know just saying that you you've done everything to your truck you know that you built it that that means a lot to me so uh, well it'll also be cool if people who follow you on Instagram they can see you know when you're doing the interior or when you put the head back on and and all that sort of stuff, which I think a lot of people that are in the position you're in, they like to see what other truck owners are doing. You know, they might have questions for you, might have, you know, be stuck on something. And, and so we hope that they, you know, click on over, follow you, you know, if they have any questions or anything and just, you know, be able to get their projects done as well. And it's always been cool to, to hear what you're doing with yours. And then, like I said, when you reached out and said, you know, you're turning into a race truck, I was like, oh, I definitely got to chat with, with Matt and see, see what he's got, got, uh, cooking up. So it was, it was great to, to catch up with you, see where the, the truck is now. And when you take it out and race it, definitely let us know, shoot us some videos so we can, uh, we can, you know, see, see what it's doing. And, and then as you, you know, dial it in that whole process of dialing in the truck and suspension and everything else. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I've been been getting kind of excited. It's getting closer and closer to that time, and that's the the, the goal for now. I'm sure it'll change, but awesome. Well, we we appreciate you chatting with us today, and we're sure that you're ready to get uh, get working on the truck and stuff this afternoon and and everything. But uh, yeah, thanks for reaching out. Tell us about the truck, and look forward to seeing it here. You know, hopefully this summer, you know, making some passes. I uh, hope so. Thank you for having me. Don't forget, Diesel fans, if there's any questions you have about 
modifying your truck or you got to do some maintenance items or anything like that, head on over to alligatorperformance.com. We'll put a link in the description. So if you're on social media or on YouTube, anything like that, you can just click right over. You can search by year, make, and model. And if there's any questions that you have about modifying your truck or doing upgrades to it, just give the guys a call or send in a, an email or a chat message. They'll be more than happy to help you. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.